0: What's our cold open I don't have one. You guys both have great hair.
1: Is that the cold open? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Okay. Let's
0: talk about Bella's sweater.
1: It's got feathers on it. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Don't
0: you have, like a script for your cold open no no that's who's running this show
1: that's why it's a cold open
0: he's in charge of the cold open yeah
1: and usually this is and how i usually
0: go. say something like what's the cold open going to be today and he's like, like i don't
1: know so i
0: just stopped asking yeah <laughs> like, we just like it's very it's really cold it's authentically cold it's
1: actually a cold open yeah this is it
0: so yeah maybe we need to rethink that so people listen at, during the cold open
1: I don't care if they listen or not. Both I don't, care. Like, I don't care if anybody listens to this or not. This is just an opportunity to hang out, essentially. Like
2: I'm just here. There, is there an audience? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't care. Yeah, please but listen. I do, but I do
1: want sponsors.
2: I was going to say, that's actually what I was going to say.
0: Our sponsors might care. I think that's they true. care. You know what? Our cold open is a great opportunity for sponsorship, folks.
1: Yes. I would like to talk to you about Squarespace. <laughs>
0: Welcome. You and me both. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Rough Cut, guys. I'm JB Jones. And I'm Alan Simich. And today, my best friend is our podcast guest, and I'm so excited to have Bella Naman, the co-founder of NYC Jewelry Week, here today. Welcome.
2: Hi. Welcome, Bella. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So Bella and I have been doing Jewelry Week since 2018. We've done a lot of interviews, and. I, when we were planning this, I was thinking to myself, we never get asked the things we want to get asked, right? Very Everybody true. asks us the same questions, like how did you start Jewelry Week? And if you want to know what that is, Google
1: another podcast with
0: <laughs> on there, because we're not going to talk about it.
1: Because if you want information, don't come, don't come to this show. Don't this is
0: in, the wrong, this you're is wrong the wrong place. This is not it. Right. It's a good story, but we've told it in interviews and all over the place. You can find that information. So, today we're going to talk about things we don't get to talk about. And we're mostly going to talk about Bella.
2: Um, <laughs> because tra- there are no podcasts on that <laughs> subject. So, right. we'll do it right. here. We'll okay. do it here. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> we're going to talk about, of course, Jewelry Week, what Bella does in Jewelry Week, why it's so special, about our partnership. Why that's awesome, right? And also just about business in general, how we run ours, how Alon runs his, how this all comes together, and how we found success tyranny. in what we do, and and have yes, we? Tyranny. Tyranny. but also how we chase it. <laughs> okay, That's the last part Good. of that. So I'm going to pass it over to Bella and let her tell us just a little bit about her background, because um, that, I think, is important and interesting to kick this off. So.
2: Thank you. It's on you. Thank you. Um, so first of all, thank you for inviting me to be your, like, what, fifth guest on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> sort of on the logo on it of a company that I'm a part of. Thank that, that's you. Actually okay, but true. there so was you. There was you. a strategy because okay. I
0: thought if not we was, get – No, there wasn't. <laughs> there is. Because I'm hoping this comes out in May, right? And I also want one? Oh, this wanted, is not coming
2: in May. Okay, and that is the other thing about Jewelry Week, folks, that you need to know. There is a schedule, but we never stick to (laughs) it. So... Should be, but nice. I also, welcome guys, welcome to the show. Hopefully, you'll hear I this needed, in July. Yeah. Not to discredit <laughs> all the other
0: guests that have come before this, but I needed a good podcast audience <laughs> already in my pocket <laughs> for this one. That's Thank the truth. You. I mean, that's, that's the truth. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, mm. Alon's not so sure. Hold on, let's I, hear about it. I
1: mean, okay, <laughs> there, the strategy was. A rough list we made months ago, and on that list was your name. But then mm. for whatever reason, we just started booking people. Yeah,
2: okay, so did. now that I've made both of my, uh, or the people I, who invited me uncomfortable, it's I will great. now tell you about... <laughs> Welcome to Bella. That's my the background. Name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. My background. So I am a curator and a writer, and my focus has been contemporary jewelry up until this point. Um, because that is sort of how I fell in love with jewelry. I fell in love with it by working with it, by studying the work of, you know, artisans who made jewelry as a way to express their creativity and their ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what sort of keeps me interested and engaged with jewelry. Um, and I'm always discovering new new artists not as much as JB because i have to say that she probably has her finger on the pulse more than i do and she's scrolling, oh, she's scrolling. scrolling. constantly she's scrolling, scrolling guys all constantly day scrolling. Long. Scrolling. but i but i but I, do. I admire that cuz i think this is an ever evolving field and it's so important to know who's coming up so anyway that's that's my but background you do do
0: a lot of research just to to I talk do. about that like you do actually i think know a lot more about what's coming up in contemporary jewelry and not to Distract from where you're going with this, but do you mind just interjecting a little description like, uh, what's the word? what is contemporary jewelry? Just throw that yes, in there for absolutely. listeners who don't know.
2: So, contemporary jewelry is a field that is essentially guided by artists who are artists first, I think. In some cases, jeweler second, and I'm sure that there's so many who are going to take issue with my definition of it. Um, but those who are coming at it from a perspective where they're trying to get their ideas out, and so it's much more about ideas versus um, sort of you know just making a piece of jewelry that is beautiful. Let's say as an adornment. Um, and so some of them are coming out of art schools or medals programs or those who are just creative individuals. You can be entirely self-taught. You don't need a degree um, to be, a, you know, obviously a talented artist. But it's, so it's about ideas first. Mm. I think materials used that um, best, best sort of describe what they're trying to show um and wearability i think sometimes is maybe second or third mm. um whereas with you know sort of fine jewelry made from precious materials that is like the number one thing right mm. so that's it and i do do research i mean i i lecture oh through the pandemic i've had the opportunity to teach classes and so i do do a lot of research i do you know when i'm putting these lectures together and i have to say that All of the work that I've been doing actually informs Jewelry Week in a way as well, Mm. Mm. because I'm always, you know, thinking about the program. And when I'm reading something or when I'm meeting something or when I'm speaking to collectors, I think about how do we bring this to Jewelry Week? How do we make Mm. this? How do we turn this into a program?
0: Yeah. Well, I think not that this is always like the great model, but like you said, we live and breathe Jewelry Week all the time Mm. it's not just during jewelry week season it's literally all the time like how do we grow our business right and i'm not saying every small business owner has to do that but that's definitely something that's helped us kind of approach it from a way of how does this relate back to the world we live in right and our jewelry interests and how people are wearing it every day right always thinking about like what's next and new for jewelry week and how do we make it better and Mm. more approachable
2: Yeah. I mean, I think anyone who runs a business, particularly a small business, because you're so hands-on, I mean, it's essentially 24-7. So even – I mean, there's no such thing as downtime, right? Even, uh, you know, mentally. So everything I think we do, both of us, no matter – Sort of who we may be, freelancing, consulting, any conversation. I think we always bring it back to Jewelry Week, you know. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm speaking to friends who will don't consider themselves, you know, jewelry lovers or collectors, I always think, well, how do I convert them? You know, so like, how (laughs) do I get them involved? Our poor friends. (laughs) How do I get them involved? You
0: know.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that's
2: true. And
0: you too. You feel this way? Oh, uh, you
1: do. Yeah i I don't. I remember having so many conversations just last year before the holidays where people were sort of talking with me about how much time I'm going to be able to take off. And I was like, I don't even know what that means anymore, because I can block out time on a calendar, but that means nothing. I'm always working. Absolutely. Whether it's actively on projects for clients or just on the back end of my business, I'm always working. That's just what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I love it. Right?
2: You guys too? I love it. I mean, it gets exhausting, but I it love is exhausting, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. The,
1: <laughs> the autonomy of it is what I think most of us really love. Yeah, absolutely. There, it's it's completely a ship that we get to steer. It's completely our own baby. We can make it whatever we need it to be to find satisfaction within the work, and we have full autonomy. And I think that's sort of where the love and passion. Really comes from.
2: Right. I think also all of the successes are yours and all of the failures are yours. Yes. You know, it's when you work for someone else, there's always, it's never 100% your decision, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think with us and with Jewelry Week, what's been so wonderful is that, you know, no one is harder on us than we are on ourselves Uh because we want this to succeed so bad. And, you know, even when we're so exhausted, especially you know, come like, whatever, the end of that third week in November, we're just like, we're done. We need to distance ourselves. And, you know, and I I talk about this a lot. It's a lot of hard work. But there's I, I think, and I always sort of speak for JB, even though I never mean to. But I think I can't imagine us doing anything else, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I mean, and look, of course, things come along real we're excited about. But this always is just like, you know we want to see this succeed yeah and and you're
1: i think in a particularly challenging position in that just because of the scale and scope of Mm -hmm. jewelry week what's even harder is speaking sort of of all of your successes and failures are yours you also have a massive community of people who are constantly chiming in and telling you well, this is what I think you ought to be doing. and This is how I think you ought to be doing it, et cetera, et cetera. Because I've heard a lot of that <laughs> as well ever since I've gotten involved with Here We Are and that,
2: mm-hmm. that sort
1: of thing. So that to me, I, I put myself sort of in your and JB's shoes that I think to myself, if one more person said something like that to me, my head would pop <laughs> off of my neck and I would lose it. Mm-hmm. Like it would, I would, it would drive me to madness. Yeah, so,
2: absolutely. I mean, I... JB probably well, gets it more than I do because
0: yeah, but we're the- community business, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's like the uh, that's the difference I think with Jewelry Week and a lot of other things mm-hmm. is like we were built for the community. A lot of it was built by the community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we are, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's hard because you can't please everyone, and I know that's an overused phrase, but it's so true, and it it's never impacted me as emotionally as it does with jewelry week of course but it is something that we're like we are open to we have to be and that's a good thing and it helped us get somewhere
2: you know the other thing is jb and i talk a lot about this and i think people are still having a hard time understanding what jewelry week is look i mean we're into year five but two of those years were the pandemic yeah and the way jewelry week works is that if you want to see something at jewelry week if there's a program if there's an exhibition if there's a talk if you want to do something just reach out and tell and us it. this is what I want and i mean do it i mean i also i think that is the beauty of our brand is that we are so small enough that if jb and i are like you know what why don't we do this we don't have to go through a whole list of execs who yeah, yeah. are going to approve it or not approve it yes. and do it two years from now. If we feel like this is what's needed, then we're like, yeah, let's try it. And guess mm-hmm. what? If it fails,
1: it's fine. OK, mm-hmm. it's fine. We'll I mean, if segment. we move
2: on. Yeah, I mean, it if. We won't learn, right? We won't know if this was a good idea or a bad idea yeah. until we do it.
1: Like the podcast. Like
2: Jewelry Week. <laughs> yeah. okay, or forget, the podcast. Which is right. an
1: epic failure. So. Well, <laughs> no.
0: I mean, but re- really, we've had a lot of failures. And I and I say that because it's usually because of me. Not in a bad... No. know, but listen. Hear me out. She's like, I'm destroying because the organization. From I, I have... An amazing partner, Bella, you who always allows me this freedom to try these like grandiose projects that I'm like, what if we, right? like you're saying, do this project that will take like half a month every month for me to do? But you're always it's great because we we look at the world right? We're saying, here's what's missing, and we try it. and we've had failures. yes, it, it, and I just say that because a lot of this stuff doesn't exist anymore. But it has led us to other places. Mm-hmm. And so I think having that freedom within your business, whether it's because of your business partner or your business model or just the wherewithal to, like, you know, to give yourself that freedom in your business can sometimes lead to failures that open so many doors. Yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I think it's so important also, you know, to have conversations with people like you're saying, you know, it's so much about the community. I think it's so important to I mean, obviously again, like the last 2 years there were so many conversations that couldn't be had because we couldn't be in the same room. Mm-hmm. But I also think that that is what like that's so important because you need to hear what people are interested in. Also, it's a driver, right? It inspires you. I mean, I think for me the heart the the hardest thing about the last two years on planning jewelry week was that I wasn't having these conversations. I mean, I was because I would reach out and set up a meeting with someone or, but they weren't happening organically. You know, I wasn't running into people. I, you know, there wasn't this opportunity to have like these really um, sort of like fertile conversations. You know, it was really kind of, okay, let's have a meeting, you know, let's talk. And then it was kind of forced. And And it's it's time. And and it's it's time. And and it's on Zoom. Exactly. It's not the same. Yeah. And Jewelry Week, really, I mean, we spend all year, you know, having these conversations before we sort of sit down and say, "Okay, what is the program going to look like? Sort of what is what's the theme for this year? So,
0: yeah. Well, and I like what you said about, um, you know, running into people. Because if there's one busy person in New York who's always running around, even if it's not for work, it's Bella. And she did used to always run into people in the city and call me and be like, oh, my God, I just ran into so-and-so and and now we have this meeting. But she always has this phrase, which I stole from her a couple years ago, which is show up. And I think Mm. that is so important as well as a small business is like we always showed up at the things. We always were open to opportunities. And that's advice that both of us give now. To small, to independent jewelers, contemporary jewelers, fine jewelers, whatever it is, show up because you never know what door will open. In for, that any sense yeah. for, for any, any business, for any business,
2: yeah. Well, and that's actually one of the things that during the pandemic, especially in the first year, I thought was really interesting because all of the independent jewelers had a much easier time shifting their focus and doing things in the virtual realm. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of the, you know, sort of the heritage houses or some of the more established brands, for them, it wasn't as easy to shift. And so in that first third year, we had a lot of incredible online programs and online exhibitions Mm -hmm. because people really felt like, This is my opportunity, you know, like Mm. this is as an independent, there's no one that's going to sort of tell me yes or no. And so I can do whatever right now. And that was really exciting too, you know, year two, I think it was more difficult because, I think everybody was just tired. Tired, yeah. You know? Um, I mean, we yeah. still had amazing things. I'm not sort of... I'm just saying overall, I think people were yeah. tired, you know? Uh,
1: oh, they were so over being constantly yeah. online by that point that it was yeah. exhausting to exactly. do any of that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, that's what happened.
0: But it did really open up doors and I think Alain could probably agree with this. For us as Jewelry Week, having these sort of boundaries of, you know, you can't go anywhere and you have to think within this box for us as an organization with all of this new opportunity that jewelers saw across the globe, it really allowed us to, yeah, expand in ways we never thought before. So I think sometimes too, when you think there's like a roadblock ahead of you, you know, that's what I've learned with Jewelry Week is sometimes as I see things coming that I'm like, oh shit.
1: Well, it forces you to build new infrastructure, right? So we had a lot of these digital panels. I was part of one of them Mm -hmm. and it we had a global audience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The podcast, by the way, we have literally a global audience. Mm. I pulled it up here. Oh, tell know me. This no, I don't. No. No. Tell me. The, obviously, the United States, Canada, Mexico, Colombia, Ireland, the United Kingdom, Sweden, Norway, Germany, France, Belgium, Italy, oh Switzerland, Greece, South Korea, Japan, Australia, Armenia, New Zealand.
2: Wow. It's worldwide. And so the yeah, people it's... in Armenia, welcome. Yeah. I'm well actually really know. excited about you the most. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think,
0: yeah, I don't think we've ever Yeah, I jewelry week in our first year of um virtual had over thirty six countries amazing. Partici- I mean participate, but show up mm-hmm. and listen. So yeah, that that's amazing. And I think to the hear. podcast sort
1: of reflects probably that same demographic. Yeah, exactly. And it's all because Yeah, or sort of forced in a position where you had to build that infrastructure to begin with.
2: So get your applications ready, Armenia. Yeah, please. So I actually do want to say something because you know we do have a global audience, but people are like, "Well, but it's New York City Jewelry Week," and I kind of want to address that because first of all, we're in New York. Yes, and New York, in my opinion, is the melting pot. Right, everybody, no matter which city you live in wants to be new excuse york. me
1: i grew up in germany i'm from bosnia i don't know anybody anywhere on earth that doesn't want to be in new york city
0: yeah, yeah. i don't know anybody
1: i've lived all over the world i don't know anybody anywhere in the world That doesn't think of New York City as a global capital. Yeah, absolutely. This is the capital of the world. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. I mean, I can, I mean, there are cities that I adore and I'm there and I'm so happy to be there. And if I tell them I'm from New York, their eyes light up. And I'm like, no, no, but you live in, I don't know, Paris or London. And they're like, no, but
1: New York. No, but New York is New York. And I've met plenty of people, Londoners and Parisians, who will tell me there's a life in this city. Yeah. And there's a vibrancy to it and there's a dynamism to it that just doesn't exist anywhere else. And I I agree.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I mean, I'm a, one of those snobby New Yorkers that thinks this is the best place on earth. Yeah. But, um, but the point is that we do welcome people from all over the world to come and participate in New York City mm-hmm. Jewelry Week. It's not, we always want to uplift and celebrate New York designers because we're, you know, as I said, as a New York snob, there are certain institutions in the city that mean the world to us. And yeah. we, you know, it's like Bergdorf's is one of them who's been mm-hmm. a partner since year one. But we also we want people from all over the world to come and participate because we really want to show what other designers and artists are doing from all over the world. And, like, and,
1: but that's also very New York, and it's very appropriate to yeah. continue to call it New York City Jewelry Week because yeah. it's like, what mm-hmm. is the city if not a reflection and a representation of everything that's going on around the planet? Yeah, absolutely. You
0: know? Yeah. Well, so let's. I like this. What you said. This about was an, an ad for the New
1: York. City tourism board. Just now. <laughs>
0: no, <right? laughs> Do they want to come and sponsor? Can come on. Sponsor? Dear Eric Adams, please yeah. sponsor us. Um, I'll call him. Well, we'll call I him. I want to talk a little bit about finding your niche mm-hmm. because that's really what we did with Jewelry Week. And Jewelry Week was Bella's idea, everybody. She came home with this idea and she wouldn't tell me for like two weeks. She's like, I have an idea. But I won't tell you. Yeah. I had and to I digest I like, it. I had to, like <laughs> stop wow. telling me that. But Let's talk a little bit about how you decided this needed to happen.
2: Well, so f- it's it's not an original idea, first and foremost. I mean, I got the idea because I was at another Jewelry Week. And so, folks, probably you have heard me talk about this before. But I was at another Jewelry Week. Um, I was in All Barcelona. I was in Paris. Yeah. It was one trip. And I was walking with a friend in Paris and she said, why are you here? And I said, Oh, I'm here for jewelry week. And I was explaining to her what it is. And she said, Oh, this is like, this is so great. And my husband looked at me and he said, yeah, it's, it's so great. And I said, Oh yeah, it's so great. Wait a minute. Why? It's so great here. Why? is? I think
0: he actually kept saying it's so great. He, yeah, he it's did. So great. He did. He was trying to basically, he was, he was trying, trying to, to say, like, he was trying to say, yeah, you should say, do, yeah, this. Yeah,
2: do this. Yeah, yeah. He was trying yeah, to push, push me. You. Um, and so we so when I got back and, you know, the thing is, so I was working at a gallery at that time and we were doing all these exhibitions. You know, I still didn't have a 100 percent creative control. I had a boss and they had their own agendas. And and what was interesting was that um we knew a lot of jewelers, a lot of it. And when I say we I keep thinking jb and i like that's the we in every equation um we knew a lot of jewelers a lot of independent jewelers you know who were really struggling to sell their work i mean that essentially that's what it was and there were a lot of brands who were having you know large brands and retailers who were having no issue selling their work you know so we really wanted to create a space where these independents because again What is New York, but if not without its creatives, right? If not without the artists. I mean, that's the vibrancy everybody wants in New York.
1: Yeah. People don't come to New York because it's a city full of rich people.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's not why why we're attracted to the city. Warhol's best parties were a mix, you know, right? It was like everybody. So, So anyway, so the point is we really wanted to be able to support. We wanted these independents to keep working and thriving in new york so the idea was to create a jewelry week which would be for all jewelry for all that's jb's um yeah. l- tagline she says that a lot. She says it a lot I do. but I do. but that's but that is that's the truth right so we yeah. wanted to create something that was going to be for all and look as a kid growing up in new york i wanted to go to fashion week but yeah. no one was inviting me into the tents yeah, right yeah. like i mean still like you can't get in and so We really wanted to create something where it didn't matter if people knew who you were. It didn't matter. It was about you and you could be a part of it. And that's why I said what I said earlier. Mm -hmm. There's something you want to see in jewelry. Just do it.
0: Yeah. We've really tried to take down those barriers of access that we kept running into as creatives. And also allowing a space for people to have that moment and not worry about it financially. Mm -hmm. Because that's such a burden. Not just in New York, but for creatives all over, right? So there's been a lot of like, how do we make that happen? And how do we keep that alive? And how do we pay for that? Which certainly has been a huge struggle for us financially to keep Jewelry Week going in that vein to allow for that freedom. But it's something that is so integral to who we are that like, that's what makes it great. Like we fight for that every day.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: It's a sentiment I think that anybody who has their own business of any kind would share, especially in a creative space. Mm-hmm. You know, I never had the access that most of my peers had either. I was just, you know, like a child of refugees and nobody, you know, on the global stage, I'm nobody. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, my ambition with my business was always like, I'll, I'm will going to create all of my own successes. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. going to make bank doing (laughs) and and i get to create all of the things and do the kinds of projects that otherwise would have been like you know kept behind a myriad of gatekeepers yeah you know and i you would have to know this person you'd have to have that internship you'd have to have this experience you'd have to have gone to this school etc 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 and that's sort of the wonderful thing about being again we're not working for the new york city tourism board Right. but if they want to pay us they can <laughs> uh, We, you come to a city like this where there are certainly this is true of New York versus most places in Europe there are many few gate fewer gatekeepers here than there are back home I could never have the business that I have in Germany mm-hmm. at such a young age that would have been insurmountable a challenge so there's like a freedom to come here and to just create a thing yeah
2: for yeah. people i mean <clears throat> you know to your point so we are recording this can i say when we're recording this yeah, can sure. I say when okay mm-hmm. so we're recording this in march and so of course the war between russia and ukraine is currently you know uh ongoing and i was born in odessa mm-hmm. which is i mean part of the former soviet union it's uh, now in the territory of ukraine so somebody had asked me recently were your parents entrepreneurs and i said my parents are no like that's the the farthest thing from like who my parents are um so talk about opportunities i mean literally if my parents hadn't brought me to this country like i could still be in odessa right now like who knows what would be and i say that because never in my wildest dreams you know i never jb asked me about my background earlier i mean sure my parents are like you should do what's going to bring you money that's never been my goal i mean we want to make money with jewelry week certainly but it's always been about that it inspires us. This is what drives us. This is what gets us up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for a lot of the artists in this community, I mean, it's the same. Right. No, I, I don't want to say no one. That's but it people aren't doing this because this is going to make them a ton of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody works so hard. Yeah. And. You know, and they make it happen every day. And I think that is really what's so incredible about the jewelry industry is that everybody works really, really, really
1: hard. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And to your point, I'm from Bosnia. Yeah, and yeah, we lived you've, through, yeah, you did. We lived through genocide yep. in the early 90s. Absolutely. I lost. Well, I'm not going to get into that. We lost a lot. And yeah. had it not been for the fact that uh, sort of my parents got us out of there.
2: Yeah. And
1: to Germany. And thank God we could build a yeah. life in Germany. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so where I am now, especially living in this city, I would yeah. have never imagined yeah. a million years. Yeah. Like this was so not part of a reality I ever for, saw for myself. Yeah. I actually, in 2019, before the pandemic, went to uh, the small town in Germany where mm-hmm. we first landed after we left Bosnia. It's called Lindau. Mm-hmm. It's an Bodensee, And visited the government housing Mm. where we lived Mm. and and that was like I I get goosebumps thinking about Mm. it because I was standing there this is not to brag but I was standing there I had to turn YSL and looking around and thinking to myself I cannot believe I was a child here Mm -hmm. and lived here Mm -hmm. and the life that I have now never in a million years could I imagine and that's the beauty of you know New York City it's also Mm -hmm. the beauty of this country there's a lot wrong in this oh, country yes. but i love america for just yeah. exactly that because opportunities like that upward mobility like that and i say this as a european it just doesn't happen yeah. in many places yeah. in the world the way that mm-hmm. does here
2: i couldn't agree with you more and
1: yeah I, and i love this country no. for
2: it yeah. i i couldn't i mean everything you've said i couldn't mm. agree yeah. with you more absolutely and the community here i think too
0: is it, it just uplift we uplift yes. each other right yes. and we're community based, and like Bella said, all of these jewelers that have come on board. When our in our first year of Jewelry Week in 2018, like Bella said, and still people are still figuring out who we are. But especially in 2018, people were like, "What?" Like, but the contemporary jewelry industry knew what a Jewelry Week was, mm-hmm. and they got behind us in a way that really paved the path for mm-hmm. success for us to to last one more year. Right? Yeah. People were shocked at the amount of response we got from the community, the amount of followers we had on Instagram, how many people showed up in person that first year. And that was the contemporary jewelry community saying, oh gosh, we wanted this here. Like, this is amazing. How can we work together to make this happen? And I think that is that idea of like getting behind each other, even in the idea of this podcast with Alana and I, we really did come to it with how can – we both grow from yes. this opportunity, yes. right? And mm-hmm. collaboration for Jewelry Week with the community is hugely important. And I also think one of the most overlooked parts of a small business is like reaching out to your community and saying, how can I support you? And what can I do to bring back to this community? Because it'll just keep paying you back.
1: Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've, you and I have talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast, Uh, who knows what order any of this is going to air in. But (laughs) we have no clue. But uh, we talked about it. We'll see. Uh, We we talked about uh, the fact that unlike in fashion, you know, you've got a body like the CFDA. You've got a place you can go. You've got phone numbers you can call. You've got emails you can reach out to. There are sort of avenues for you to kind of integrate yourself into that community. As, you know, challenging as that is still, but, you know, for other reasons, that's a separate conversation. But the jewelry world doesn't have anything like that, a kind of centralized body where people can gather, share ideas, represent one another, give people platforms, et cetera, et cetera. And that's sort of when I first stumbled across NYC Jewelry Week, which was at a Jonathan Adler. Mm -hmm. I saw a flyer at Mm -hmm. Jonathan Adler. I was buying furniture there. Mm -hmm. And that's when I sort of became aware of you guys. And I looked you up and I was like, this is amazing. And I want to be a part of it. And how do we get more people to be a part Mm -hmm. of it? Because Mm -hmm. I thought this is the sort of thing this community needs. And we have the opportunity to educate as well. Uh, JB and I just recorded a podcast about really technical stuff like use terms of usage agreements with photographers how that works what jewelers need to know Mm -hmm. there's there's no body that can teach you that Mm -hmm. to young jewelers coming into this industry so Mm -hmm. there's such a plethora of opportunity for anybody who can contribute something to the community Mm -hmm. to call up jb and bella at nyc jewelry week and to give their pitch and to do so yeah Yeah.
0: well that i'm there's a lot of ways we could segue from that because there's so much to (laughs) say but I want to talk about the Jonathan Adler thing mm-hmm. because that's what Bella does is when we first met too. She goes to Jonathan Adler. We No.
1: <laughs> it's what she does.
0: <laughs> she loves it there. She goes shopping. <laughs> which she, no, when we first first started, which you can hear about in other podcasts, she was doing this. She was doing stuff on her own, putting jewelry in places where you might not expect to see it. And so when we started, that was something that was really important to how we would expand this business. And- programming is her that's what that's where you shine mm-hmm. and joy week. look we both do a ton of things because it's us and a couple of amazing helpers right amazing amazing helper but it's really like all the things and but programming is the vision of jewelry week and what's delivered every year mm-hmm. comes from your brain for better or worse so but, if you but-
2: hated the last two years <laughs> i'm
0: <am> sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, if you say if you hated the last two years, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was, that was somebody else. That was she somebody was on else a we also. hired. Someone. That was an intern. Yeah. But I, but
2: shout out to our interns, by the way. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, but good. shout out to our interns because we wouldn't be able to exist without Seriously. them. They uh, would die.
1: To JB's point, about programming i mean how serendipitous is that i would have never like what are the chances i would have ever like stumbled across something like that otherwise and i walked into jonathan Adler. they handed me a flyer and you were like i think at the time giving some sort of panel yeah. in their mm-hmm. showroom yeah. which was at the time on 50s mm-hmm. unless yeah yeah
2: i actually didn't know that and that makes me feel really good yeah yeah
1: So it it works. It works. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. So that makes me feel really good.
1: Yeah, they were excited too. By the way, I was talking to the staff about it. They were like thrilled about it. They Mm -hmm. loved the idea. And I'm sure there are plenty of other stores that would love the idea.
2: By the way, if you would like to collaborate with New York City Jewelry Week, (laughs) please get in touch. You can email us or Instagram (laughs) us, but this is exactly because a lot of again, we work for the independent jewelers. I mean and it it doesn't this isn't restricted You know, in terms of like the materials you work with or where you produce your work or what kind of work. No, when I say independent, I mean, you know, also small businesses um, who are hustling. You know, this is what we do. We're here for you. So, you know, we we want to create these collaborations. Essentially, look, our goal for Jewelry Week is that whatever that third week in November is, you stumble out of your apartment. And you will bump into a jewelry week event, whether it's at your hair salon, at an auction house, in the gallery, in the clothing, wherever, in the coffee shop, which by the way, I've seen some awesome programs during jewelry week in coffee shops. Well, also people carrying jewelry with them
0: as an exhibition in a suitcase or a coat or whatever it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, that is what really excites me and energizes me. And I, and, because I, we want to sort of think about how, you know, look, we've said this so many times. Jewelry is the most public of all art forms, right? I mean, you put it on your body, you're out in the world, boom, there it is. So we want people to be able to engage with it wherever they go. I mean, they already are technically, right? So like, yeah. let us sort of facilitate that even more.
0: Yeah. No, that's so true. So let's go. Let's go deeper into programming. Oh my god! Okay. What can we talk about? What's coming for 2022? Like maybe if you if you don't want to reveal specifics, you don't have to. But just also the idea is 2022. It's our fifth year. It's huge for
2: us. Yeah. What's What's going on in your brain? So you know, so you actually said something to me the other day, and you said, "Well, it's kind of like our." it's sort of like our second, third year, even though it's our fifth year, because, you know, we've had to every year over the last four years, sort of try something new and like reinvent and grow. And I think that's also by the way, you know, small businesses that especially in the first five years that happens all the time. Um, So this year, you know, I'm really excited about in person events. I think all of the virtual was great. And we're still going to do virtual. But I've already received proposals from artists actually even from last year who were waiting for year five of jewelry week to do things in person. I think it's really important for us to be able to engage with jewelry and, um, especially, you know, for people who spend so much time producing their work, like they don't want to do, they don't want to show an image on a zoom, you know, they Mm -hmm. really want to show the pieces. So, um, so I have started working, um, with I would say about a handful already mm-hmm. of, you know, projects specifically. I can't talk about them and tell you what they are just yet. Until mm. May. Until May. We will have a call Um, because we welcome, you know, we welcome, as I said, participation. We will have a call. So the way Jewelry Week works is that um there is always a group of programs that is curated by New York City Jewelry Week. And the reason we do that is because – we want to make sure that we create programming that is going to be of interest to the larger community. And we want to make sure that there is something for everyone, right? So um, we, we're very sensitive to that. And therefore, we do curate a chunk of the programming. The second part of Jewelry Week is artists, designers, jewelers, however you identify. We want to hear from you. We want you to submit your proposals, Um, I would say that now, do we accept all the proposals? No. I mean, Jewelry Week is curated. But most of the time, if a proposal is not accepted, it is because we just felt that it wasn't strong enough Mm -hmm. and that it wouldn't get the type of visibility that the person wants. Right. Right.
0: From our audience, because that's often the case. Like we know what our audience is going to be interested in, but also we hate to be repetitive. Yes, as well. And that's oftentimes the case. Is we've done that and we can't do it. It's we just can't do it. No, and
2: that's the other thing with Jewelry Week is that we want people coming back every year, and therefore we want to show them new things every year. Mm -hmm. But I want to say that if, like for whatever reason, the proposal, let's say, doesn't get accepted. We're always open to a conversation. We're always open to help make it happen for the next year, maybe during the year. I mean, we've we've never shut the door on anything, you know? We always really – because, again, we're here for the community.
0: Right. And like you said, it's not always about, like, you know, we don't like it or it it wasn't strong enough in the sense that when, when people come to experience Jewelry Week, We really want them to get a full, well-rounded experience of what's happening. But also what's happening now, like you said, we have to be reactive to the world, right? And we have to make sure certain voices are Mm -hmm. projected forward or certain Mm -hmm. topics like Mm -hmm. sustainability, right? There are things that like we have to do in a limited time span Mm -hmm. of one week, which seems really long. But in reality, we always have an overwhelming amount of content.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's also something we've learned, right? I mean, having more programs doesn't always mean that they're, uh, that doesn't mean that that's the way to go. I mean, it's okay to have less programs, but as long as they're all really strong and people are always really like, oh my God, how many is it? A hundred is it 75? Is it one? I mean, again, it's because the community, that's what they respond to. People want to see things happen. And yeah. so we, and, and we want to see it happen too.
0: Yeah. In five years. I mean, this is a really like benchmark year for us, you know, going forward. And when I think too about us as a business in five years, I I always think back to when we first started and because um, I'm always the one who's like, um, this is what people say about business. And this mm-hmm. is like how it goes. And everyone says five years is when you really like fall into your own right that's when small business by the way start... that's so true yeah getting that in return. is so yeah. true mm-hmm.
1: that's sort of when all of that investment starts to finally pay off in a big mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. Uh, assuming you're good at what you do mm-hmm. you know that's <laughs> that's the caveat yeah. you kind of have to be good at, <laughs> at the work it doesn't just happen because you yeah. did it it has to be good but that's when uh the return comes that's also i think in part true because by the five-year mark you really figure out your strengths, your weaknesses, and where this thing needs to go. Yeah. And if it's got legs. Yeah. By that point, you kind of understand your business and what you contribute to it and what you can or cannot do in a much more sophisticated way than obviously year one, two, even three.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I think we've started to see that too. You know, it's Mm -hmm. brands in year five who are just much more interested in speaking to us, who've been following us. Um, you know, well, year
0: one wouldn't even right. answer our email. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Although, look, I do have to say, year one happened because people did get behind us, too, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's we had for our first year, I think we had such a great program, and that is because people and JB and I, you know, I think we're we were outsiders, and I think to some extent we're still considered outsiders. You know, we didn't come from the jewelry industry, we're still there's still so many people we have to meet. And people who still have to meet us.
1: I would consider that a strength. Yeah. Uh, yes, no, go ahead. Because, go ahead because, yeah. because you have, in the jewelry industry, an industry that is in many ways antiquated. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. in many ways, is, as you and I have talked about, JB, very insular. And I think that this industry needs a serious dose of invigoration from outside forces. I wish it looked more, a little bit more like the fashion business, the good parts, not the bad parts. Mm -hmm. I wish it had that level of dynamism and that level of sort of young people, young talent entering the industry, because ultimately it behooves the industry when that happens. There is something so sort of gated and stuffy about jewelry in many ways. And you see that sort of very clearly defined here in New York with the kinds of jewelers who are successful and the kinds who obviously aren't. And I think that the fact that you don't come from that background has been of tremendous value to the community. I think the fact that I don't come from a jewelry background and ended up being a photographer in this business has mm-hmm. served me in ways that I I can see the difference for me and my competitors who have always sort of been in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's tremendously valuable and something that should be lauded. And mm-hmm. I think we need more interaction with people from different backgrounds in Mm. industries with jewelry
2: yeah absolutely no i mean i i mean i say that we're sort of outsiders because you know we we walk into a room and especially in the beginning when we were pitching our idea i mean people were for all the people that got involved there were also people who didn't Mm -hmm. you know and so i think that sort of trepidation of like you know can we are we going to put our brand on this like our brand name on this you know or are we going to be part of this or like mm-hmm. is this going to be a sinking ship and we're going to be embarrassed you know luckily it's year five yes. we're still yeah, here yeah. um but i think you know it's this
1: podcast however yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see we'll <laughs> <laughs> see we'll see where this goes yeah
2: but but that's the beauty of it. It sucks. You don't have to do it again, right? Like yeah. there's Thank nobody. God. There's nobody that's. Uh, you know, I'm sure. Right. I, I'm, there's no. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. No one in charge here. No one in charge. <laughs> no one in charge.
1: All I do is tell you get closer yeah. to the mic. He's like, yeah. No, it's yeah. yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think too. I I agree. I think being outsiders, as you said, and the well, you only told one half. I think of what we what you were gonna say. But I think the other half was that we weren't from the industry, you know, we came to it with like ideas of everywhere we'd been before. And that's, you know, and I think when you approach business, that's lots of times what it is. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear of going into something you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's great, <laughs> like a <laughs> yes. podcast. But yeah, for I and I think we see that in a lot of jewelers who reach out to us as well, like Oh, I you know I have this idea, but could I do it right? Yeah. And that's a lot of what Jewelry Week is: this idea of empowering you to have your voice mm-hmm. in this space, whatever it is. You know, we have programs like Here We Are and One for the Future that support that empowerment of voice and effort from beha- the behalf of the the people involved in it. But I, I, and and that's what I think is so great about Jewelry Week is like when we started this this podcast when we started joy week we came at it like we can do this we see a space where nothing's happening we have something to say in this space we're super scared we don't know i always say we don't know what we're doing and bella always says but we know what we're doing and that's the truth is like you might not know exactly where you're going but that's okay like keep going after it
2: yeah and The other thing that actually really keeps me going is, like I mentioned, you know, going into year five and already working on a handful of projects with different, you know, artists and designers. What's really exciting is that they are excited. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a big deal for them. Like, they want to be part of Jewelry Week, you know, this, it means something to them. Mm -hmm. And so to create something where it means something for the people who are a part of it, That's a really big deal. I can't even believe we did it. Yeah. And that's my reality. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know what? Down the line, you know, I'm sure other people are going to come along and want to do a jewelry week. And the thing is, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we created something that was so unique and so special that people want to be a part of it. Yeah. Because they feel like it's for them, and so creating something that people feel they can they that belongs to them, which is also why going back earlier to the conversation, you know, of um, if something people don't like something, they let us know because people really feel like this is their thing. That's this is true. Their people week. have
1: such a uh, right. sort of ownership. like ownership, ownership. over yeah. it. Exactly. Like, I keep seeing that all the time ever since I joined the Here We Are committee. And I've got, like, that little tag on my Instagram. Yeah. I get people coming up to me all the time whenever I work with them on totally yeah. unrelated stuff. And they're like, oh, and then this thing happened, and I didn't like that. Yeah. And you, can you talk to them about that? And I was like, <laughs> you could, you could talk to them. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't tell me nothing. I'm <laughs> not – I have no po- – I'm doing this. Right, I'm yeah. doing this. I, I have no power yeah. beyond this. Yeah.
0: Well, that's true. But, people do, do But that. they take yeah.
1: such ownership. and yeah. uh, But I think that's ultimately – a great sign that people feel that invested in yeah exactly that they really feel such a part of it that they can even you know have those feelings and express them i think that's Mm -hmm. that speaks to what you've managed to create here with the community
0: yeah well i think too when people tell us you know what what they didn't like i i do love that um because we want to like make change but I do think I just want to say this for the record cuz again this is about stuff we don't get to talk about is that we do really listen and we do the execution of jewelry week not just like the programs that are in it or the participants who are in it or you know how people how we get people to show up the execution and delivery of the content is really something we think a lot about and I think I think that maybe goes without saying and that's also why people feel so invested that they could tell us because i think all of the things are very thoughtful and it is and that it makes it hard and it makes it emotional when people don't like it for us but we're happy to hear it cuz we want to make that change mm-hmm. but it is such a a package of like what is the stuff we're putting out how are people going to respond to that is that relevant to the larger picture in the world and like what our values are as an organization and what the values are of the community mm-hmm. around us, whether mm-hmm. that's in New York City or the contemporary jewelry world or the larger jewelry world as a whole throughout, you know, the world.
2: And can I also add something? Can we talk about money for a second? Yeah.
1: I, lo- I love to talk His about money. His favorite topic. Okay, My favorite awesome, topic.
2: Good. So, and I'm, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. JP and I don't get paid.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't get paid for Jewelry Week. I right? think most people don't know that.
2: Well, I know I've said it enough. I'm probably at this point they do. I, I'm, and I, it's not the reason I say that is because, you know, we we work on this literally 24 seven, like mm-hmm. we talked about. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid and we 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 love it. Right. We do it. We put our heart and our soul into it. And that's also why, like, if people if something if they're unhappy, like we're like, oh, my God. Oh, no. What? oh no i can't you fall know?
0: asleep on a pile of money and feel all right yeah, exactly. about it <laughs> you know you mean
1: because, like i do I,
0: yeah. right i fall asleep on a straw bed and cry oh. yeah
2: but it's, but, but it's because we want people to understand like this is also like it's a huge labor of love it yeah is. that's yeah. that's where i'm going with this it's so it's like project. it's a passion project mm-hmm. right um and so you know when we sort of joke about sponsors we're it's no joke i mean we're here because of sponsors i have help. never
1: joked about, about a sponsor a sponsor so, Sponsored the podcast and, but i,
2: I think
0: mean, we yeah. won't it's a, a, important to say we won't be here without money absolutely. so when you think about supporting an organization like jewelry week it may that's why we're here without it we wouldn't be mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. because we just you know i mean and i can't tell you how many times you know when speakers approach us and they're like well do you pay your sp-? I mean, we We just don't, I, we don't, we need the sponsorship so that we can pay the speakers, all the speakers. And, and we don't want interns. We want to hire the people yeah, and the venues. And uh, I mean, we, we want this to be something we want this to feed the community. Yes. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know? And I think
1: it does so. And I think uh, to just say, because I don't think we clarified this well enough earlier, it feeds a very broad spectrum of the community. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you represent everything from art jewelers, contemporary jewelers Mm -hmm. to high fine jewelers. Mm -hmm. So it's the full gamut and the full Mm -hmm. range of what jewelry is and Mm -hmm. what it can be. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not in that art jeweler, contemporary jeweler category...
2: Well, that's that's fine. That's fine.
1: There's plenty else yeah, going on. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, we didn't talk about it because we kind of didn't define what jewelry right, right, is. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. But yeah. yes. But that's. We're you know. But that's. We're hoping you know. Well, at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> at this point.
2: Episode five yeah. or whatever it's episode this is in May. Don't number it. I don't know it. I don't, I
1: don't, don't know. Sorry. I made the mistake either. of numbering them on air before, and it was all wrong. Yeah.
2: I don't know. But the point is, I mean, you're probably here because. You're like, oh, Jewelry Week, I know yeah. that thing. Or, oh, yeah, I yeah. want to know more. So, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, uh, yes. Name it. I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, the point is this is all different types of jewelry and we want to give people access to it, you know. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Or or they could be listening to podcasts because they know me from my OnlyFans. Just so. they- <laughs>
2: By the way, OnlyFans, if you need a thing yeah. to sponsor, oh, here please, we are. Here we are. Genius. Oh, we're ready. We,
1: we will take that money. Absolutely. We will take, the money. Yeah. We will we take that money. We have big plans for what oh, to do huge, with that money. Huge plans. Huge plans. OnlyFans, Squarespace, uh, uh, Shopify, all yeah, of them.
2: all of it. So oh, are we manifesting? Should we just yes, throw out
1: all yes. the names? No, this is called we begging. We really need yeah. <laughs> This is not manifesting
2: candles. (laughs) Oh my god! This
1: is called begging on on air for (laughs) money. money.
0: I I want you to throw in a little pitch at the end of like why you should join and how you can Mm -hmm. [3] do it.
2: But before that, tell us why you love doing Jewelry Week. Oh my god, I I love it because, as I said earlier, hearing other people tell us what it means to them and how important it is to be a part of it—that is why I love it. Because really, to be able to do something that other people are proud to be a part of is a really big deal to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Because it's I not agree. about us. It's about them. Yeah. And so them being that excited is really awesome.
0: That's true. At mm-hmm. the end of Jewelry Week, I know our favorite moments are always at the end when people say, oh my God, thank you so much. And we always say
2: thank you. Yeah. Like
0: this, is, what would we be doing if you didn't show up? You yeah.
2: Know? Oh my God. There's so many stories of, you know, designers coming to year one and then telling me, oh my God, it's year four and I can finally be here. Not as wow. a, like, not as someone who's attending, but someone who's participating, meaning like I'm doing my own event, you know, mm. or people, I remember, you know, people just crying, like, I don't want to sort of call anyone out, but there are people who are like, "Oh my God, this has changed my life." I've, I've been making work on my own in my studio, and I didn't know that there was a community that I could be a part of something, and it's like completely changed my life. And to see these people and how their careers have evolved—I mean, that's huge. huge. Like the yeah. fact that we played even a tiny, tiny role in that—it's mm-hmm. I can't even, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's by, and it's global, as we said earlier, because. At the Burdov r- uh, event last year, I was running into people who were coming flying in from Colombia mm-hmm. and from Brazil mm-hmm. to yeah. to yep. be the, here yeah. for Jewelry Week. Yeah. That was amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, and I met a couple of people from London. Like, yeah. and I'm yeah. sure that there were plenty of others who came yeah. from all over the world.
2: And that was an off year. Yeah, you that was, couldn't <laughs> even like travel. <laughs> That's right. And that was the
1: year. Like, we were still well. We still, I guess, we are. still are. Yeah. yeah. In the in at the height of the pandemic, it was in the middle of winter, yeah. it was like news about new variants cropping yeah. up and it, we were going back into like hardcore mask mode yeah. and all of that stuff here in yeah. New York City and you were running into people who were like, I came here from Columbia, Was yeah. staying here for the week. And I yeah. was we just like, yeah. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Um also is that allowed? Yes. Yeah. NYC NYC Go just saying you yeah. could be a great sponsor for jewelry week. Yeah. Oh back oh, to the tourism yeah, board. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Also Eric
1: Adams, come on. I know.
2: By the way, we did meet with Eric Adams' office year one. Oh, you did. We yeah. did.
1: And what did he say? Yeah.
2: We didn't meet with him, we met with his incredible yeah. team of women Brooklyn, by the way. Wow. Brooklyn Borough
0: vice president. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah at he at wasn't a mayor. Time, that yeah, he time. Well, Morris. he was the yeah, the president, but we met with the vice president. And yeah. But so, um, first of all, thank you so much, Bella. We're gonna do this one again too because there's a ton of stuff we didn't talk about. <laughs> Plenty we I'm can so, get into. There it. was an outline, folks,
2: and clearly I didn't stick to it. No, no, we did. No, we we you did. You covered the
0: outline. You oh, even, it you yeah. even yeah, yeah. brought it in when I skipped it. I was like, this <laughs> girl yeah, yeah. is good. It's I my wish... homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Bella. You can learn more about Jewelry Week at NYCJewelryWeek.com. By the time this comes out we hope that that (laughs) we hope that our application dates will be posted um our uh, open call as we call it um will be posted stay tuned to our instagram at nyc jewelry week for how you can all the different ways you can participate um we run stuff all throughout the year we also have a new spot on our website where if you're a jeweler You can just enter your information. Tell us a little bit about who you are. So we have you in mind as things come up through the year as well. We'll add you to our mailing list. Um, And stay tuned to this podcast as well. Yeah.
2: Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Super brief. Please, 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 please don't wait to the last minute to get in touch with us if you want to be a part of Jewelry Week. Mm -hmm. The hardest thing is that I can't find a space. And we didn't even talk about that. But Mm -hmm. that I can't find you a space, a physical space to show because you came to us too late and right. it could be the best project in the world. Please don't wait. Don't Please wait. we have
0: spaces. Find us there. You can also learn more about Alon and Bella on our website, of course and, uh, and my only stay fans. tuned and his only fans but stay tuned to this podcast because this and we've never really talked about this but this is for you the jewelers and this is where we will share more of this insight and background information about Jewelry Week as many times as we can get Bella on this podcast
2: <laughs> and thanks for coming catch me in another five years <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she'll be guest like 30 minutes. basically,
2: basically. <laughs> Yeah. bye thank you so much thank you thank you this has been just so much fun such an incredible experience thank you thank you thank both. you so
1: much for joining us Thanks, and babe. goodbye
0: yeah i mean we've been hustling these streets man literally yeah
1: yeah don't <laughs> phrase it that way maybe okay, I did okay. Phrase it that way why do
0: they always end on this no i always every episode uh, it's like uh, it's
1: about hooking or or pornography every time yeah you haven't heard the others yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's just cut that part out. Okay. (laughs) Uh, let's, Let's close it out.